Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. As the Nationals are strike away from franchise history and some World Series history. Swing and a miss! Swing and a miss! Swing and a miss! And a World Series Game 7 winning Curly W is in the books! It's not a dream! It's not a desert mirage! It's Lord Stanley! And he is coming to Washington! Oh, great crossover. Got him. (laughs) That's called getting put on skates. Down to two, down to one, and the Washington football team with the upset in Pittsburgh. Handing the Steelers their first loss of the season, coming back from 14-0 down. What a win. The show by the fans for the fans. Covering all four major sports in the District of Champions. It's the DC Crossover Podcast with your hosts, Mike Cerrone and Ben Simpson. Hello and welcome to episode 157 of the DC Crossover. Ben Simpson, that is Mike Cerrone. Glad to have you with us for yet another episode. Follow us on Twitter at the DC Crossover and at Cerrone16. And on TikTok, DC Crossover Podcast there. And on YouTube as well. We put up the full video version of the show there, if that's how you like to consume podcasts. Um, all right. So, yeah, good to be back on the airways. I know um, we did Quick. the last episode towards the end of the week. Uh, so we the Survivor doesn't air till Wednesday. So we won't be doing uh, much Survivor talk. But I will. I was telling Mike today, though that uh, I, I saw on Twitter that there's a Survivor video game releasing yeah. tomorrow. Um, uh, perfect timing. And I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. I'll let you know. I'll give you my review, see if it's worth it or not. They're trying to cash in on the on the hype right now. I guess. I guess. Because there's been Survivor video games in the past, and they've all stunk. But this game is supposedly about as good as you could possibly get. Like it's, I, I watched a guy do a video like review of the game on, on YouTube, and like... He was like, "Look, like the game's not gr- like a great video game, but it's the best possible way to do Survivor in video game form." So I'm I'm excited. I'll, I'll definitely is it be is it, it, out. is it? I mean, obviously you haven't played it yet, but yeah, what I can imagine a really good Survivor game being like, kind of like the Oregon Trail, where they have all right, it's week one, 
you know, and they give you choices. So yeah, like, yeah, that's how. Hey, it's do set you want to talk to Yolanda or exactly. do you want to talk to Henry? No, it's, it's, that's there. what it looks like. It's like you know, uh, it's single player. Like it's no, it's not multiplayer online or anything like that. It's like a single player mode, um, and like yeah, you can make choices. Like, uh, you know, uh, you can have conversations with people. You can form alliances with people. You can go look for immunity idols if you want. You look at their, you uh, look at their bios and can, stuff. Yeah, so apparently, like, the cool thing about it, it sounded like is every time you play, so you play, and if you get eliminated, you're done. You have to just start over from the beginning. So it's not like uh, right, you get right. to, like, uh, reset from where you are. It's like it's one and done uh, for, for the game. And But every time you reset... It brings in new archetypes and new types of people that you're playing with in the game. <laughs> so, like, some of the time, like, you could play a round of the game where, like, everybody hates you. And you could play another round where, like, everybody, you know, is more receptive to alliances and stuff. So, it sounds cool. Apparently, the challenges kind of stink. Like, that mode kind of sucks. But, like, it sounds like the other stuff is pretty cool. So, I'm very excited. I mean, I'm, I'm ready to download it tomorrow. Uh, hopefully, it's, like, not $60 like games are nowadays. Hopefully, right. they, they bring... That price down because you know I just found out about it today, so I can't imagine there's tons of hype about it. But we'll see. I'll, I'll definitely review it and give you the give you the spiel on the well, show. I, oh, hey, by by the way, my a uh, backyard football is on its way. Oh, good from the third party seller. Good. So I I honestly am so pumped just to <laughs> like keep it in my work bag so I can just take it to work every time and whenever I have an off period, I'll be playing it because sometimes, like you know, during off periods and stuff like that, you know. For, for for my job as a PE teacher, it's very easy to plan and everything like that. So that's where, A, I sympathize with actual classroom teachers sure. um, because it's for us, it's very easy. More so for us, the challenge is classroom management and different things of that nature. But, yeah, you got a bunch of kids uh, running around getting hurt all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and we actually have a curriculum, too. We actually have to you know teach them how to, how to not suck right. at, at, at things. Uh, and the biggest thing about it is – during my off periods, you know, I just want to sit there and enjoy myself, and I figured that this, this might be the best way, way. Yeah. because I saw it on I saw it on the talk. I saw it on the talk that someone was playing backyard football live. They were streaming yeah. it, and then all of a sudden, I was like, I gotta get it. So I went on Amazon and I looked it up, and literally, someone was like a third party seller was selling it for like twelve bucks, and I was like, I'll pay the three dollars shipping to get backyard football so I can play with the you know humongous rockets or something. And do like you that. have a de- <laughs> so is it a desktop with like a like a, a, a work or is it a laptop that has a CD ROM drive in it? Because that's Uh-oh. the whole thing too. If you if you're getting a CD game, like you need to have the ability to put it in the laptop. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> I don't think that one. <laughs> so here's here's what they do make. I guess your next order will be. So what they do make is you can get uh, a U uh, a CD-ROM thing that just plugs in USB into the computer. So like it, it's like it's like the disc holder. It's like a square little disc okay. holder where you put the disc in and then it, you plug it into the laptop via USB. So you do need that in order to play the game. <laughs> okay. Wh- okay. So what's it? What's it called? Like CD? CD I don't know. CD? Like probably like uh, CD ROM to CD ROM USB. Let me look. Um, CD ROM external drive for laptop. Yeah, it looks like you can get it for under twenty bucks, like fifteen bucks on Amazon. Okay, I see now one I see for it. like seventeen, something like that. So yeah, like you could probably get it for. Like yeah, I mean you don't need a fancy one. You could probably get one for fifteen bucks. Fifteen ninety nine for Prime. Okay. Oh, I think this external CD DVD drive for laptop. Yeah, that's what you need. Cause cause that's a weird thing is like they don't really make, um, you know they don't really make laptops for like with disc drives anymore. Dude, thank God you said that because honestly, <laughs> I'm just so because I mean we we grew up with them like that. So it's like 
I didn't even think about it, and now all yeah. of a sudden, which is weird. Why don't they have those anymore? I know. I don't. I don't know either. <laughs> I don't know. But I, because I've run into this once before. Because when I used to play backyard baseball during one of my old jobs, it was the same thing. Where I was like, but I don't even know where my little USB CD drive thing is. Otherwise, I'd just give it to you. But I have no idea where it is. Um, but yeah, that, just get that, and then then you'll be set. Then you'll be set. Here, let me show. Let me show it to you. Yeah, that, that looks is, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, cause I, cause you would have had the uh, game arrive. You would have been looking at your laptop like, <laughs> "What am I supposed to do?" <laughs> just press it against I, the screen. Oh uh, my! I, I, I would have been so tilted if I got yeah. it, and I, I would have been, been like, "Yes!" And it came in the mail. And all of a the next day, I, I throw it in my bag, and the next day, I get to get to work, and all of a sudden, I'm like, "God damn it!" <laughs> not good. Not good. But yeah, you'll, you'll get that figured out. Um, yeah. So we do. We'll get into a little bit of the Commanders Eagles talk in a bit. Um, we also have you know trivia and other stuff to play, our picks and all that. But we want to talk about so um, obviously Thursday is Thursday night football. Lions yep, Bears yep. or not Lions Bears? Sorry, Commanders Bears. Um, <laughs> a game that probably no one outside of Chicago and DC actually cares about, um, uh, especially with how bad the Bears have. Been. I mean, the fact that the Bears lost that game Sunday is insane. Because, like, yeah, I wasn't really. watching it too closely, but I was getting, like, text updates, and it was, like, Fields, another touchdown. Fields, another touchdown. I was like, oh, okay, the Bears are, are going to get their first one of the season, I guess. And then when I saw the final score, I was like, oh, my yeah. God, they lost that game? That's insane. Uh, and then, of course, the Commander's losing, which we'll talk. But so so, so with Thursday, you're going to the game. And, Indeed. Uh, and so for that type of scenario, are you going, like, right after school, basically, in order to get there? At a decent time. I know the game's at like 8, though, right? Yeah, so uh, we kind of planned it ahead of time because my buddies and I were talking about it, and they wanted to go to you know, a primetime game or something like that. And I'm like, I don't really want to go to a 1 o'clock game. It's not really fun for me. Now, if you go to a 4 o'clock game where it means something right, or right. something of that nature, sweet. But we have a Thursday night. is the only primetime we have. So – Preferably, I like to, or preferably, is that the right way? No, uh, pre- preferably, I'd like to have it like a Monday night and take off, say, right. like a Tuesday. Right, right. Um, but so we're taking off Friday, and on Thursday, I have a double class. So obviously, in PE, have, we have two classes coming at the same time, and we're supposed to both be in there. But I probably shouldn't say this, but who cares? Uh, <laughs> but not but I, I'm gonna cover my co-teacher's single earlier in the day and then she said I'll, I'll just take the double um so we ended up kind of kind of working it out because sometimes like you know she's like hey i gotta get to let the dog out real yeah, quick or something yeah, like that and I'll co- so you know we we, we, we kind of go simpatico with that but what we're going to do is do that jess is getting off early and uh i don't know what the other people are doing i don't really care um but we're all uh four of us are getting in one car because no one no one has a car that that seats more than six right uh so we basically said all right we're gonna get and get everyone and meet there and then we're gonna tailgate there so i'm i'm basically gonna try to leave around here by like three three thirty nice okay um so So even if if it ends up being like insane traffic and it takes like you know an hour and a half or something like you're still there uh, or a couple well, I hours, think really. I, <clears throat> I would think that before four o'clock would be the safest bet. You'd hope, yeah, yeah. So you'd hope. At least so, you can get down there in theory and like still have a bunch of time before the game. Do a little tailgating. Yep. Yeah, yeah. You'd have have the ability to do that. So, so there's going to be, and this is what I wanted to go over with you. There's going to be at least like I don't know, maybe. 15 to 20 people right they're gonna go into this now we all have different tickets and stuff like that yeah. but my tickets are pretty pretty damn good i mean they're nice. like i don't know maybe like 
15 rows up from the end zone or something like that. I mean, maybe it's a little bit more than that. I forgot exactly where it is, um, but I know that's kind of the area. And uh, my, my buddy, you know, God bless his soul. He just, he's just, sometimes he's just as dumb as a post. <laughs> okay. I mean, it, so I sent him the tickets first. This is the first, t- uh, you know, you yeah, know, first sign of thing. Uh, okay. First, first, first sign of a rough day for him. Right. So he said, uh, I want, he's, he's, <laughs> what did he say? He said, is this in the away section or the visitors section? I said, what? And he was like, is this in the visitors section? I said, we're not at a high school football yeah. game where they have two sets of stands, dude. And he's like, yeah, but it's in the visitor section. I was like, no such thing as a visitor. I said, <laughs> it's, it's a stadium. Yeah. I mean, like people get tickets everywhere. I mean, there's probably tickets right next to us that are for sale too. Right. And he's like, well, I don't want to be next to a bunch of Bears fans. And I said, first of all, I highly doubt there's a lot of Bears fans that are going, especially Sec- with the team being this bad. Yeah. Secondly. I can't control if you're next to Bears yeah. fans, whether it's in the nosebleeds or it's right, front right, row. Right, right. So, so it, it, we kind of went off on that. Also, what does this he, guy like have a history with Bears fans? Like, why? That's such like a I don't, I don't know. Bears fans aren't like like when I think about annoying NFL fans in the leagues. <clears throat> Bears fans don't necessarily strike me as yeah. an annoying bunch. They've been so terrible. I mean, the fans that I wouldn't want to be sitting next to are like. Philly fans, Patriots fans, right? Know, like, right, yeah. you know, Cowboys fans. Yeah, Cowboys, even, exactly. even even though I, I will say Cowboys fans are a lot nicer because when I had access to like two or three games a year, sometimes uh, I went to the Cowboys every year for like four straight years, and the best part about it was they they jaw back and forth yeah. to you. But it's 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 fun, which is know. what it should be. It should be like yeah. you know, a fun trash talk. Shouldn't be like this guy's gonna punch my face in. Like yeah. you know, at some yeah. of these games, you're watching these. But videos. they said that like with the Eagles, it's different. Yeah. But like yeah. you know, the Cowboys was not a lot nicer and stuff like that. But the Eagles, it's like that guy wants to hit you with a freaking piece yeah, of bamboo for, just or because something. of the color you're wearing. Like yeah, no, it's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's like uh, yeah, it's it's crazy. It's cr- so this yeah. guy sounds to me like he 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 might be a problem. At this game, so, well, so we've gone to a lot of games before, but the problem is when he goes to the games, he always wants to get really good seats, and he wants to get really good seats, or he really wants to, you know, do it big or something like that. Okay. So here, here's the thing that 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 ticked me off the other yeah. night, which actually was last night, um, because we were talking about it during the the Sunday night football game where you know my parlay was so close, and then all of a sudden Patrick Mahomes slid, so I started getting even more irritated. So we were talking about you know what we're gonna bring. And they have these little Smoky Joes or whatever, little like you know tiny little grills that you put like over yeah. a tailgate or whatever. They put charcoal in and everything like that. First things first, we went to the Nickelback Brantley Gilbert concert at Jiffy Lube. Nice. Uh, what was it, like a month ago or something like that. Awesome, great concert, all that kind of stuff. And we brought that Smoky Joe thing out. And the first thing that this guy wanted to, and if if he listens to this, I could care less. Oh, no, you know, no. you know <laughs> kiss, kiss kiss my ass. So. Basically, the first thing he does is say, "Yeah, I'll bring some steaks," and I said, "Steaks." Steaks. I said, "Why?" Are we? I said, "We're tailgating and we're we're drinking, listening to music, and we're tailgating. Why are you gonna bring like the most like, like difficult? Like, I need a fork and knife. I gotta, <laughs> yeah. you know, ask so, him, do you want it medium rare? Do you want it? Yeah. You know, so yeah, he that's... he 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 does that. So so I I kind of correct him and I get on him for that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So then, all of a sudden, we're unpacking the, his his truck for the concert. He brings out a cutting board, like 
like he brought out like tomatoes. I'm like, he's like cutting them. I'm like, dude, what are you doing, man? Like, you're, we're not out here for five hours. We're out here for like two, maybe yeah. two and a half hours, something like that. You don't because the, the problem was he spent. 85% of it doing all this 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 chopping up stuff and he's not a chef or anything right. but it's like he's doing all this stuff and it's like dude I don't need like you know strip steak and stuff like yeah, that yeah it's that. just not it's, it's it's a nice thought but it's just not like you said it's just not needed tailgate so, food like yeah you want to keep it light keep it or exactly. keep it easy to eat here, here, <laughs> here don't, 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 so, don't say anything don't, don't, don't say anything yet yeah okay because I'm, I'm going to ask you what your thoughts are right, right. so last night he says yeah, uh, I th- I think I'm gonna bring some steaks and stuff like that. And we're like, dude, I said, dude, you g- you gotta stop with the steak nonsense, okay? So because one time we were at Hooters because that's kind of Hooters is kind of like a, a midway spot for for me and and him and, and a couple of friends, whatever. So we kind of go there because it's easy to get to 66 right, right. from there and all that kind of stuff. So we go there, and one time he was like having a hankering for crab legs and ordered crab legs at Hooters. At Hooters. So, so, so 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 get this. So. He ordered it there, and even the waitress was like, "Like what? Yeah. She's <laughs> like, like, I don't even know if we idiot. have these anymore. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you got to fish them out of the ice box." So I started laughing because we all we, we all made fun of him for that, and they brought out crab legs. And I'm like, "Come on now, let's be honest here." So I suggested as a joke, I said, "Yeah, maybe we'll get a couple crab legs too, or something like that." And he said, "Yeah, a bushel of crabs might might be a good crabs. idea too." And I said, "I said." Oh my god, he's just not getting it. Like he's just like and meanwhile, my other buddy is just laughing his butt off, like doing the little bubbles and right, stuff like right, that right. because he knows that I'm getting so ticked off. This is how me and the other guy communicate. Yeah, yeah. So, it, it, we always just sit there and bicker and he That's just how watches it works with friend groups sometimes, you know. So, I so I sit there, I'm like, "Oh my god." Like and then all of a sudden he said something like he was going to bring some I forgot what the other thing was, but he I said, "Dude, you don't understand, okay? You don't sit there and pick crabs. Yeah, that's like the most at a, at a tailgate dish is a crab because you got to like take a freaking hammer and like you know be breaking this and you got to put a little and it's always like you know it's it can be fun but in the right scenario like yeah not at a tailgate where you're like yeah trying to walk around have a good time like no that's a that's a disaster. I just, I just looked and saw the last thing he said. He said, "Yeah, I'll bring a rotisserie chicken." <laughs> <laughs> and I said, "Dude, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I literally might jump off a bridge. Like, I'm like, what am I gonna sit here and pluck the chicken? Yeah. Like, like now he might have meant like, oh yeah, it's already peeled or something like that. Still. But at the same time, it's like he doesn't understand that a tailgate, which I'm gonna get to you now with right, this. Right. A tailgate has rules. Right. So the tailgating rules are finger foods yeah, only, easy eats, right? Okay, alcohol." And something that if you grill it, that's not pre-made, okay, it's quick. A hot dog, a hamburger, something like that. Right. So I want to know what your tailgating rules are because this guy, obviously, whenever I talk, it's like he's looking at a dolphin squeak or something because he doesn't get it. Because the biggest thing when it comes down to these rules is that – and he started laughing at me because he's like, he's like, why are you trying to you know do all these unwritten rules? And I said – what do you mean unwritten rules? Sorry, I don't want to get a uh, a, a chimichanga at a freaking yeah, no, tailgate. That's exactly it. It's like, look, there are certain people that part of their tailgate setup is like, you know, they make like a big rack of ribs. Like they have a full giant yeah. setup. And like those are people that are usually doing this uh, as an all day thing. 
Like, you know, right. they've got a ton right. of time. They're doing a ton of that prep, you know, things along those lines. But, like, for a low-key tailgate, 10, 15 people, small little grills, it's hot dogs, it's burgers. It's the easiest foods that you can just hold in your hand, shove in your mouth, and, like, yeah, you want to bring Wings. out a bowl of chips, sure. Like, you know, that sort of stuff. But like Chicken nuggets, stuff yeah. like that. But no, like doing the big meals, like our big, yeah, it just doesn't make any sense. Um, and so, actually, when I was thinking about this, I pulled up this article and I want to see how some of these rules hit you because I found an article that actually says, you know, this is from thrillist.com, how to okay. tailgate. And here are some of their rules. I won't read them all. Hit me. But Let's so, go. Uh, one of their rules here if you're going to sit on the cooler, don't complain when somebody wants to open the cooler every 15 seconds. Right. So sometimes, right. And, which is true. I mean, sometimes seating is hard to find. If you didn't bring enough chairs, a cooler can be a great option for a seat. But, yeah, you can't complain when people are need to get their drink. So I get that. Um, don't bring a six-pack of crappy beer and assume that entitles you to somebody else's whiskey. Uh, is one I of can the see that. There. So, you know, and some of this depends on kind of who you're with. But, yeah. Um, this one, uh, never get yourself another beverage without offering to get someone else another beverage. That's just kind Classic, of common yeah. courtesy there. Only bring prepared food if it's awesome. Otherwise, you should be grilling something. Um, right, because so, yeah, you think about exactly that. It's like you, you're not going to bring some like thing that maybe three people like. Like buffalo dip. Awesome. Great. Right. You know, right. get, get, get one of those disposable spoons out and let someone scoop. Now, you can't dip yourself in there, right. but you got to, you know, just scoop it out. Done. Yeah. Something that you can see on a paper plate. Yes. Is, is what you Absolutely. should have. I'm not going to sit there and have a filet mignon or <laughs> have, have a, a chicken thigh That's or a chicken breast. Around the room. Yeah. It, it doesn't make any <laughs> sense. Um, this rule, don't expect anyone to accommodate food allergies. Um, the parking lot is a gluten-free free zone. So, hey, I, yes. yeah, makes sense. We're, 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 that's that's definitely it. Um, if you're a visiting fan who got invited to a home team tailgate, don't overdo it on the team gear. You're just going to embarrass whoever invited you. But if you're at home, definitely wear um, you know your your home jerseys and stuff like that. That makes sense. Um, don't, this one, don't show off your arm, like in case guys are like throwing football it's in the parking lot. <laughs> nobody wants to sprint after your Jamarcus Russell like heaves and then get glared at when they narrowly miss landing in some random dude's face. So I like that one. Um, if you're not going to help cook, help clean up. Um, don't assume that bringing beverages exonerates you from cleanup duty. It says cooking for 12 people is a lot more work than showing up with 12 beers. Um, yeah. Don't sit in someone else's super awesome tailgating chair. Buy your own super awesome tailgating chair. Um, you know that rule that says you shouldn't date someone if they're younger than half your age? Don't be that old guy hooting and hollering with all the college kids. So, you know, <laughs> if in the tailgate party, it's saying older, don't necessarily. Uh, hey, so you know, you know what's funny is that this, this group that we're going with, now a lot of them are like my buddy's work. Cause he, he's he's a, a co-owner of a company, so – a lot of them is last time we went was his Christmas party, and he got a suite for the the company. Oh dang! Um, and uh, and of course, you know, me and my other buddy were invited. Of course, I'm not gonna you know not get invited to that. Right. right. And <laughs> and the biggest thing about it was is that they ended up we ended up caravanning like three cars, and we were gonna play uh, cornhole, and then all of a sudden. Literally, they parked on like a mountain in FedEx, FedEx uh, the, the FedEx parking lot. Yeah, like we were <laughs> so far away, and literally, for, if you were on one end of the cornhole, it wasn't even worth it. And by that time that, that we all got the cornhole out because we weren't paying attention, 
we literally you put you put a beer on the ground, it would have rolled all the way down the parking lot. Like it was like it was like I was on well, Mount Everest. That's a great point from a rules perspective. It's like parking is crucial when it comes to a tailgate. You know, like yep. these are things to think about. Um, the other, there's only like a couple more here. Don't forget the damn solo cups. Don't forget the damn bottle opener. Um, yep. And then the last one. Remember, it's a marathon, not a sprint. And that's definitely key. I mean, especially when it comes to drinking and things like that. It's like you don't want to be the guy that like you know just drinks way too much before you even go into the oh, game yeah. and then you're belligerent when you walk into the stadium like that's 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 why you just ease in with some of the we always call it crappy beer even though you know like your bud lights your you know your whatever like the easy drinking beer where you can just like you know you get a couple of those you feel fine like you're you're, you're in good right. shape for sure yeah I mean, that's just my biggest thing was you know because the problem is is when you go with people you know if if they have the grill or something like that, okay. If you want to make steak and all that crap, fine. Right. But I think that honestly, we should go and say, all right, let's get 150 wings and maybe you know, I don't know, just other some other stuff. Right, right. That right. we can like, make burgers real quick or make hot dogs. Get like 20 burgers, 20 hot dogs or whatever. Yeah. People just need something on their stomach before they go in the game. They're not sitting there having like a like a, a appetizer, then a dinner, and then an entree. Yeah. And all this, what like, you're trying to do is avoid having to spend money on like fifteen dollar hot dogs in the stadium. You know, like right, <laughs> that's right. the whole point. And like, yeah, no, I, I, there are definitely all these types of things to consider when it comes to a good, a good solid tailgate. So I'm I'm looking forward to hearing the review of not only the game. Mm. What of the tailgate situation on uh, our yes. next episode? I'm, I'm excited. There for will that. be some judging, I bet. Uh, I, I'm very excited for that. Uh, we'll touch briefly <laughs> on the Commanders. Um, just, I mean, I, I won't spend a ton of time on this, but yeah, tough loss. Uh, closer game than I thought. I mean, I, I it was funny. Of I, course, yeah. When I was shopping for groceries set to that Sunday morning, I was talking to the person checking me out at the in the line, and I was like. Um, Whoa! (laughs) Not in that way. And she was like, uh, "She's like, it will be a good day if the Commanders win." And I was like, "Might be tough today." And then, uh, hey, she was right. The same lady. Uh, It's always the same lady every time. Dude, you gotta get you gotta get her name, man. I know I don't know her name, but leave it at that. Don't get her number or anything like that. I I wasn't planning on it, Um, (laughs) but no. But she always does the groceries one every time I go. She's super nice and like she's used to seeing me Sunday mornings at like eight a.m. Um, but yeah, so now I'll be happy to see her next time. I'll be like, hey, they made it a game, and and they did uh, losing an overtime. <laughs> they made it. They made it. A, uh, no, next time you talk to her, yeah. it's gonna be a Thursday night game. Ooh, so you can say, hey, what about those last two yeah, games? Because I'll be like, hey, the Commanders won by fifty. <laughs> what a good win there. <laughs> um, so yeah, close game. I mean, definitely was was surprising. Um, you know, I figured the Commanders obviously weren't gonna get like the doors blown off them, um, right? But the fact that this team was like legitimately, you know, kind of winning this game for at least for the first half, um, and then you know uh, that nice little fourth quarter comeback as well. Yeah, this this was a, this was kind of a fun one. I mean, I think a lot to like here, especially with Sam Howell. I think a lot of people lost faith with him a little bit last game, and and then I think you have a game like this where it's like, all right. Again, this is why you got to give guys large sample sizes. You got to give them some time yeah. to develop because he's looking pretty darn good. I mean, definitely making good decisions, making good throws. He doesn't, um, you know, no picks in the game. You got to love that as well. And, uh, you know, uh, made some big throws in some big moments and, and led this team back. And you got to just hand it to the guy that, like, hey, if, if this is the quarterback, if this is the guy, for the next few seasons at least, I think you got to be happy with this type of performance from him. The biggest thing that you have to look at was, was he going to be resilient 
after a huge letdown, after right. four picks, after the Bills just thrashed them all over the field. And I think he was. Honestly, when you're looking at this game, they came out firing on all cylinders. Basically, him and Biennemi are starting to create this relationship that they're starting to trust each other. They're starting to learn learn each other's tendencies now that they have multiple games uh, underneath their belt. And the biggest thing is you have to look at his, not just his stat line, but look at the drives yeah. that he was at the helm, obviously, as the quarterback, and what they did in the first half. Three out of four drives resulted in points, one field goal, two touchdowns. Uh, all three of those those drives were lengthy drives, except for the seven-play one. That one didn't go that long. But the opening drive, 14 plays. The uh, field goal drive, 11 plays. And honestly, if you look at last year, last year was when Taylor Heineke, and even though we had uh, you know, our reservations about Taylor Heineke and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and how much ability he had. When the team dominated certain teams and when they were on that little small win streak and everything of like that nature, they were controlling the clock. And when you do that and you only give the Eagles maybe three, four chances tops to basically go out there and score points with you in the first half, right. and there's only eight possessions, I mean, that's pretty damn good. I actually like to see that because – you need to know that he can go out there even with the bad offensive line. And, you know, you're you're all hearing about the Eagles defensive line and how great they were. They didn't do too well yesterday. So you're thinking about it and saying the offensive line, now we're not saying they're fixed or anything like that. Five sacks. But again, still. go yeah, still. But going back to basically the uh what am I trying to say? The um the resiliency of of Sam Howell, it's like he came back and wasn't shaken, wasn't stirred up or anything right. of that nature, and threw for 290, rushed for 40, 330 total yards just for himself. So when you're looking at it and playing another premier opponent, I think that is a huge plus because you have to understand that in this league, literally you can get uh, you know swallowed and spit right back up by so many different things because of the sole fact that you look at Sam Bradford, number one overall pick, got beat up for multiple years with the Rams and all these other teams, whatever. And he ended up having his career just basically, you know, out. And then you look at a guy like David Carr. I mean, David Carr was the exact same way. So I'm looking at Sam Howell and saying, okay, he needs to just make sure that he's still in the ball game. Okay. Mm-hmm. One bad game. We already talked about it. He's going to take his bumps, going to take his lumps, everything of that nature. But you have to look at it this way and say, it's a huge plus to see the resiliency rather than a stat line. And what I see is he went out there, said, Hey, you know, we got nothing to lose right now. We're on the road. We're playing the Eagles who were in the Super Bowl last year. We're playing Jalen Hurts. who's rated as one of the top five quarterbacks in the entire league. They got a bunch of guys on the defensive line, Jalen Carter and all these other guys. You have to look at what he thought about during that first drive and said, I'm going to go out in here and score a touchdown and try to say, wow, you know, we can actually compete with these guys just like they won last year. So I just think, honestly, that's the thing that I looked at and was more impressed with the most of this game was the resiliency, how he recovered from a terrible week previously, and he went out there and did his thing. Even though it resulted in a loss, he still put up, once again, another 30-point performance, which if you think about it, like I said a couple weeks ago, 
this team never scores thirty yeah, points. Yeah, that's true. So overall, I'll, I'll, I'll take I'll take a thirty point performance all day. The defense just has to step up a little bit and uh, and play up to their potential. Wild touchdown pass to Dots and the kind of the redo that they got because they had just I mean that initial if, if the initial pass the previous play had been caught that would have been game. I mean it was at like the three yard line or something like that. Time would have expired. The game team would have been done. Um, and then, so getting that chance again to make a, another pass this time, hitting Dodson, I mean, that was huge. I mean, the big, the big conversation talking point around, um, you know, this, this team uh, on Twitter and on the radio, the big talk is, should this team have gone for two and, and tried to win the game? Of course, yep. Um, yep. And, you know, there, there's obviously arguments for both sides, I think, you know, I tend to lean on it, it depends on kind of in my this, and this is just my philosophy. It kind of depends on like what type of team you are. If you're a team that like um, could be contending for the playoffs, you could be uh, you know this you could be really like you know actually be a contender this year. Then maybe yeah, you 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 just kick the kick and you're like we're better than this team. We'll beat them in in overtime or something like that. You know, you trust your team in that situation. If you're a team like the Commanders who like. Look, you're not going to win this division. I mean, you're not going to be going for anything. I, I don't mind going for two there. I mean, I I, and I think Ron even had had some comments like people were pulling comments from like a season or two ago where he had said like I'm always going to you know be going for the win in that scenario when he was like asked about it. And then of course after the game he talked about how you know he felt like his team just they were gassed, they were tired after the, obviously they pulled together this amazing drive to tie up the game, and he figured they had nothing left in the tank to try and win the game there uh i don't know i always like going for the win here here's the problem though is exactly what you just said right there is oh the guys were gassed well you know who else was gassed the eagles were trying to defending stop them exactly literally a a minute and 43 seconds was it was gone through and there's a a timeout or two in there i believe i know there's at least one by the eagles but it's like hey they were gassed that's that's it but honestly you're not supposed to win that game Right. I mean, the right. spread, right. I believe, what was it, seven or something like that? I don't even remember what it was exactly, maybe yeah. five and a half. But you're looking at it and saying, you're in Philadelphia. The Philadelphia it Eagles are nine and a half at one point. Yeah, but it's like, <laughs> yeah, but you yeah. think about it, though. It's yeah. like the Philadelphia Eagles are one of the best teams in the league. Yeah. You have the opportunity right here with no time on the clock yeah. to say, hey, we're going to play uh, you know, this one play out. We've practiced this one play that, that is in this situation because they do that all the time yeah. in practice. Yeah. We're going to do this one play. If it works, great. If it doesn't, at least we're not going to be called, you know, uh, uh, P word. Right, right, um, right. You know, throwing it into overtime, it's like you're throwing it up to chance. You know, like yeah. Eagles. If, if Eagles started with the ball and score a touchdown, you're done. You don't even get a shot. So exactly. at least you can control your destiny a little bit. With yeah. this type of scenario, it's like, all right, we're going to win or lose this game, but it, we're going to be the ones deciding it. It's not going to be up to a coin flip or you know a 50-something uh, yard field goal from, from the Eagles to win the game. It's like, uh, I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm definitely – it's like I would not – sure, would there have been some critics if Ron did go for it and they lose? Sure. Probably, yeah. But I feel like a lot more people would have thrown the respect – uh, their way to say like, all right, yeah, you know, they went. For Put it. your balls on the table yeah. and go out there and go for two. I mean, look at, I and mean, that, there's you got to think that 
you, you run a play action and th- a guy like Logan Thomas with his height, you could hit him or, you know, you find yeah. a, t- a scary Terry somewhere or, or you even try to, I, I don't know about running the rock in that situation, but like, you got to feel like you could, f- you, you have a play there. Like you said, you've practiced this. You're a professional football team. Uh, you got two yards, yeah. two yards for a win or two yards for a loss. It's one of those two. Right. I mean, you're already playing with destiny and already flirting with it with a uh, 15-yard or 10-yard or whatever exactly it was past Dotson as time expired. Right, 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 I mean, right. you're thinking about it and saying that if Curtis Samuel would have caught the ball in the previous play, right. the game would have been over anyways. Yeah. So you're literally rolling the dice here, and now you're saying, oh, my team is gassed, so let's go to overtime. It's like that if, if your team was gassed, now they got to go drive the entire length of the field again. Yeah. So you're saying it's it. like – it just it. makes no sense, in my opinion. Like, I, n- now thinking about it, I go back and I'm I'm kind of questioning and saying, you know what? Maybe in his head, the hype was too crazy that they got that touchdown because right when they got that touchdown, you had to think about the play clock because typically when you get a touchdown, the, the you know the the PAT team is already ready to rock and roll and all that kind of right, stuff. Right. They're sitting there. They didn't have like and they didn't have any timeouts. Right. That was the problem. So but they didn't have any timeouts. So you practice. So, exactly. You're so, a professional you know, NFL team. You, they practice this scenario. No timeouts yeah. on the clock. We tie the game up. We're going for two. Like, I guarantee they have practiced that. And so, oh, yeah, like, sure that's when you got to be. And again, it, it really comes down to Ron, where that's where it's got to be like, do you, is your team prepped for this scenario? And if the answer is no, that's kind of on you, man. Like, that's that's the big thing. If, if your team's not ready to go in you know, on the road game, division rival, chance to beat them in their house then right. that's your fault and and that just shows you know again that maybe maybe they did have a play cooked up but like you said maybe he just he went he had two roads to go down and he went down the, the more conservative road and ended up biting back this team because they end up losing and and that's the one thing it's it, it's one thing if it's the college rules where you know like all right we're both going to get a shot yeah. at this thing nfl though like dude i hate nfl overtimes it's just such a crapshoot right. you got to do everything you can to avoid going into overtime when it comes to this i mean any sort of overtime that could lead to a tie that's a bad overtime <laughs> you know yeah i hate i, I hate it I hate it's it. just it, it just tilts me that you know we we want, as they always said, Riverboat Ron. Now, he's never called Riverboat Ron here anymore because no. there's never any chances taken. That's the biggest thing that I look at is you have to say, I'm going to put my balls on the table here and say, I'm going to go for this thing, and I'm going to take any criticism for what it is. And, I, and if someone says, well, why wouldn't you go to overtime there? I would have said, because I was trying to win the game. Because I thought my guys could win the game right there. And if you say that, what are they going to criticize you for? What are they going to sit there and say, Oh yeah, you know that, that's a terrible decision, Ron. You should have gone to overtime and tried to try to duke it out with one of the top five teams in the league. No, you're not going to you know, sit there and say that. Right. I mean, honestly, the Denver game that was chalked up as a 50-50 game at the time before the season started. Now Denver sucks, but at the same time, you're you're saying that if we go in there and we beat Philly, we're three and one. The over under was what six and a half for our season win total or almost halfway there in four weeks. It's like, you think about it, that would have changed the whole entire outlook of this early season because then you go and you play the Bears. Say you go, you beat the Eagles, you play the Bears, all of a sudden you're you're 4-1. and 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 4-1, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 4-1. Think about that. Now, if we beat the Bears with 3-2, and the big difference between 4-1 and 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 3-2. You know, the Eagles likely well you know the eagles may win their next game i don't know but like right you could be right there like you said no and, and like look at the look how bad the cowboys have been looking too so it's like yeah no i'm with you i i, I think 
There's, well, Cowboys looked pretty good this week. Well, this the, week, you're talking about the, yeah. the, the, the Cardinals, Cardinals game, yeah. Game. But still, there are certain moments in a season you can look back on in, in any sport in, uh, where it's like, all right, if that one little thing had gone this other way, our season could have ended up differently. And I think we're going to look back at this maybe. Um, you know, there's uh, so some tweets from around the league. Graham Paulson uh, tweeted, you know, shocked Rivera didn't go for two. His nickname is Riverboat Ron. You're two and one on the road, heavy underdogs, and two yards from a win. I cannot wrap my head around going for a game-tying extra point there. Um, Armando Salguera uh, tweeted, um, uh, officially retiring Riverboat Ron nickname. Um, you had Eagles fans tweeting Rivera's a loser for not going for two. <laughs> um, you had Barstool Nate tweeting, this is the worst excuse. This was after uh, Rivera talked about being gassed. Uh, he said, this is the worst excuse I've ever heard from a coach. Rivera has entered into a new form of clueless. I'm positive the guys could have found the energy to run one more play from the two-yard line. <laughs> and, well, you know what's yeah. funny is what they should have done, which, of course, you never really think it's going to get down to that situation. But when you look at that stupid play that, you know, it's funny that about a week or two ago, I think it was Barstool or someone said, like, do they, should they outlaw the Philly push or whatever the hell it's oh, called? Oh, yeah, the t- yeah. The t- tush yeah, push or yeah. whatever the heck it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, no, I mean, if you can't stop it, you can't yeah, stop it. Yeah. But then, of course, it happens to us, and, and I was pissed. <laughs> uh, but you should have gone out there this week in practice and spent, like, 15 minutes maybe a day right. on that exact same play. Yeah, because you knew it was coming. Because, yeah. because what would it feel like to be a Philly fan and that play win, basically win the battle 95% of the time and all of a sudden the Washington Commanders comes on your field yeah. overtime in the balance and they say, we're going for two and we're doing that exact same That'd play. That would be sick. We're putting we're putting Logan Thomas yep. and, and John Allen – uh, as as running backs, and you have Sam Howell get the snap, and they just pick him up and throw him over the over the goal right, line. Right, right. Why not? Nah. I mean, yeah, no. Why not? If if you see that proven that it, that it can work, it's like, yeah, why not? I don't. I'm with you. I'm with you. I, I just there's no creativity. You know, there's no like extra thought here. There's no, um, you know, for Rivera, it's like you're playing. I mean, again, this is a season where. You kind of just can go for it in that type of scenario. Like no one's going to follow you if the Commanders don't make the playoffs this year. Like nobody's really expecting that. Like you said, a six and a half win total or whatever. Um, so why not go for that? And also, the fourth and short in overtime punting there too. Like that was yeah, another yeah. scenario of like where is you know the gambling and like I hate to throw you know compare coaches, but you look at a guy like Dan Campbell who's like you see some of the fun things. He's done for the right. Lions for a team that is starting to win is, hey, he's going for it on fourth down all the time. Like, he's making these kind of gutsy calls, and does it always work? No, but when it does work, you're like, man, that guy's got balls. <laughs> you know, like that's – Well, it, that's here, here's the thing. thing. Going along with what you were saying, I actually was thinking about that right before you started talking, that literally when you look at this team and this organization, I mean, with previous coaches and so on and so forth, I just feel like there's never any creativity when it gets inside the red zone. No. I mean – you always see these teams go out there, and you know, you had, you know the Tebow jump pass, and I think I Derrick mean, Henry the crazy did that stuff yesterday. Miami does on a weekly basis. Yeah, they run some insane plays. You're like, what the yeah. hell is this formation? You're, yeah, you're like, where did this guy even come from? Yeah. Like, he came from the sideline or They'll something. Run Tyreek like, Hill like over, you know, over behind the coach, and then he'll like pop out, and then suddenly he'll be catching. <laughs> yeah. No, it's crazy. It's it's nuts, and I just don't see any now. 
it's early with Eric Bieniemy. I, yeah. I I understand that. I can get that. And obviously, you know, he was trying to win the game as well and different things like that. And which he did. I mean, again, like I said before, it, it's literally fun to see this team go out and score thirty plus yeah. points. They came back against the Broncos. Okay, they they. I guess you could say technically they def- definitely came back against the Eagles too, but another 31 points. I mean, you're seeing 30 points in multiple games to the point where I don't have the stat in front of me of where they're ranked in uh, total points mm-hmm. for the for the, the season so far. But at the same time, you're looking at it and saying at least they're scoring. Oh yeah. You know the the, the defense will come around. I get that. I'm not I'm not worried about the defense. But the problem is is that. You can't be predictable when you're in the red zone. You can't be predictable when you're inside the five-yard line where you're like, all right, we're going to do halfback smash or whatever. Right. You know, you got to do counters. you got to do different things of that nature where the holes open up. And, yes, this offensive line blows. But at the same time, I'm pretty sure every now and again you can go out there and find a hole left or right to go two yards. I mean, that's our specialty is going two to three yeah, yards. If you can't, so, <laughs> then you don't belong in this league. Like, if you can't figure that right. out, then you don't have the right guys. But, yeah, for a two-and-two two team, besides the Bills shellacking, this has been a pretty fun season to watch. I mean, I, I think, yeah. like, there's a lot to like about those three other games. Um, you know, so, so yeah, I, I mean, I think the main thing with this season has got to be, like, all right, as there's some signs of what could come, you know, what to come here. And like, I, I think the, the Howell McLaurin connection clearly can be there. Um, you know, they even worked Curtis Samuel in at times, the running back situation. I mean, you don't love Gibson and Robinson, both fumbling in that game. Um, yeah. you know, that's, that's not ideal. I still think from a running back standpoint, this team may need to find some other answers there in the long term. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, overall a loss, but an encouraging loss. So we got to be happy with that. Um, let's move on to the money line, sponsored by DraftKings. Your boy went 2-0 and last week. Mike went 1-1. and So right now, I'm 3-1. and Mike's 2-2 two and two on the season. So we're both still looking good. Uh, picks of the week. We'll give a lock and a dog. I will start us off with my lock. Dolphins, minus 9.5 versus the Giants. I mean... Um, I know we'll see, get another look at the Giants tonight as we record this as they play the Seahawks. Um, but people are like, I mean, is this not the Giants team that didn't score for like six quarters to start the year? <laughs> Why are these like spreads so small? I mean, at least tonight spread against the Seahawks, two and a half. And then Dolphins, like, I mean, this is a team that put up 70 the other day. Like, I know they lost to the Bills, but they still put up some 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 yeah. numbers there. So like, why are we looking at nine and a half just because right. it's in New York? Um, so I'm I'm lo- loving Dolphins minus nine and a half. And then uh, my dog, I'm telling you, I watched Kentucky over the weekend, and man, like that running game. I mean, they're they're running back um, Troy Bolton, right? The running back, not Bol- What was his name? Uh, oh, Troy Bolton <laughs> from High School Musical. <laughs> <laughs> the Wildcats, man. Yeah, yeah. There you go. No, the, the guy. I forget this guy's name, but <laughs> I went he, right over your he head. He put up like <laughs> he put up like 280 yards rushing or something. Like it was something insane. Um, so they're plus 14 and a half against Georgia, and this is one of those weird college football years where there's really no clear number one uh, in college football right. right now. Like this is there's probably you know eight or nine teams honestly that could compete for uh, a national championship. So. I kind of like Kentucky covering over two, that over two touchdown mark there, 14 and a half. Um, I can see it, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, it's going to be on the road, which is tough. But, yeah, I mean, you just had this team beat Florida. And, yeah, it was Ray Davis 
for Kentucky, the running back. This dude was destroying 280 yards, three touchdowns against Florida. Yeah. It was crazy. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah, I love that one. I love how you were like, no, not Bolton. Yeah, not Troy uh, Bolton. <laughs> no. Not Air Bud. I think <laughs> So my lock this week is Detroit minus nine versus Carolina Panthers. You know, the, the Panthers just aren't a good football team. Yeah. Now, you look at them, they play the Vikings this past week, and the Vikings aren't that great this year. Now, I think they're a lot better than they actually are. Um, yeah, but they're sure trying Panthers, to look way worse. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, the Panthers, though, the Panthers needed like a 99-yard pick six yeah. where, again, uh, our, our boy Kirk Cousins – Got tried. absolutely blown tried, up. Man. I mean, hey, he and, ran pretty darn far for yeah. Just to get, oh yeah, just to get destroyed. <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna Poor go guy. the Lions to win by double digits in that one. I don't think Bryce Young has the weapons right now. Yeah. Uh, and I, the, I just I just don't think that you know. I think Detroit coming off a huge win against the Packers. I think that in the nice you know balmy weather of Carolina, I think that they can actually go down and win by two touchdowns yeah. or something of that nature. My dog, I'm gonna go with the Texans money line. Uh, you know, I was gonna go with the spread, which is which is one, but who really cares yeah. at, at that point? Uh, it's either a tie or it's not. Yeah. Um, but I'm gonna go with the money line plus one twenty for the Texans at the Falcons because the Texans now are on a two game win streak where they beat the Jaguars and they beat the Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay. So and and honestly, I'm not gonna lie, those red helmets are sick. The red helmets and the red jersey is sick, yeah. and I love that thing. Um, so Texas money line plus one twenty. Got it. Those are our picks. Feel free to ride them and uh, win yourself ride some em. money. Win yourself some money, people. Uh, before we wrap up, we're going to see if we can continue our streak of the oh, yeah. daily dozen trivia. All right, we will start in the. We'll go, we'll go sports first. We'll go top left with NFL. Okay. Brock Lesnar left WWE in 2004 to pursue professional football and suited up in the preseason wearing number 69 for this NFC North team before ultimately being cut. The Vikings. Yeah, it's got to be, right? Vikings. Correct. Okay, one for one. NBA. Bingo. Oh, this is easy. Once compared to Blake Griffin, what Eastern Conference team selected Jan Vesely sixth oh. overall? This was tailor-made for us. Okay. Our boys. Wizards. All right. Football. Before uh, College football. Before transferring to Delaware for the rest of his college career, Joe Flacco backed up Tyler Palco at this at-the-time Big East school in 2004. Yikes. <laughs> this one's going to be tough because I knew he went to Delaware because I actually went to a JMU Delaware game where he was the quarterback. Oh, dang. Okay. Well, yeah. Thinking at the time, Big East, which doesn't necessarily mean they're not in the Big East still. The way Barstool usually does it, it's like they were definitely in the conference in 2004. They could still be in there or they could have moved conferences. We could, I, I think I think they moved. Okay. We can always skip this one and come back to it. Yeah, let's just get skip. Right. Let's get a little skippy. History. As the story goes, this president, the 27th in the history of the United States, was so large that he once got stuck in a White House bathtub. That's... That would be our boy Taft, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> our, that's our boy Taft. <laughs> Correct. That, that's my idol, clearly. Um, celebrity mashup. I'll just knock this out. I got it. I got it. I, it's Cena and Spears. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um... Cena, Britney, Spears. Uh, Britney Spears. Yeah, we're good. 
That's uh, a creepy looking fe- uh, thing. Beverages. Created by Coca Cola in 1999, this a bottled water brand, often with a green cap, is often ranked as one of the worst <laughs> bottled water brands on the market. Um, well, the only one, the one that comes to mind for me for a green cap has got to be Dasani. Cause I, I love Dasani. I know, so do I. But <laughs> there's no other I, there's no other water bottle with a green cap. Yeah, it's Dasani. Let's go with that. Okay, so we're five for five, but we skipped college football, so we got to come back to this. Movies. This 1998 satirical psychological dramedy starring Jim Carrey received critical acclaim, including multiple Oscars and Golden Globe nominations. (sighs) Is that... Is it The Mask? I don't think The Mask would be a psychological dramedy. I mean, it might be, but I don't know if that's that year's right. 1998 problem is jim carrey had this like run where he had like hit after hit after <laughs> 12 after movies hit. 12 movies in like um, two years and especially if we're talking about oscars and things like that i don't think he won anything for the mask um the ones that are coming to mind yeah you know more than i, I would think for cable him. guy won an oscar um i'm thinking it's the the the, the movie that they love to show in school uh, at least for me I, I remember them showing this is the truman show um, where he's like in the fake, where he's like living. He doesn't know that he's like yeah. on a TV show, sort of thing. Okay, um, let's go with it. All right, the Truman Show. All right, okay, we're good. We're good. Nice, good pull. <sighs> all right, TV. Oh, I don't know if I know this. Michael J. Fox starred as De- Deputy Mayor Mike Flaherty in his ABC sitcom for four seasons until his health forced him to leave the show in 2000. Is that West Wing? No, he wasn't in. I mean, he might have made a guest appearance, but no, he wasn't. There wouldn't have like a Deputy Mayor Mike Flaherty. Deputy Mayor? Yeah. Oh, our music is going out. Yeah, that, that's because it knows that we're in trouble. <laughs> Let's get that one. Let's let's just finish okay. off with music. This rock band that got founded in Maryland, okay, this will be up rally, in 1996 has popular songs on Spotify such as Shattered, Love and Memories, and Hey Girl. If we're talking Maryland, I believe this would be OAR. Okay. The only other Maryland band I know is like Good Charlotte, and I don't think that's it. <laughs> OAR. Okay. All right. All right. Okay, so we have two categories here that are preventing us from a perfect score. So Ugh. it's it's Joe Flacco... Backing up Tyler Palco. Does like Tyler Palco ring any bells for you? I don't know who the hell that is. Okay. <clears throat> so think about the biggie schools that left. So Villanova's still there. Yeah. UConn's still there. Well, UConn was think in about my it. mind, but I don't know if I want to guess that. Because I don't think Joe Flacco would go to UConn, right? Think about it. If he went to Delaware, <laughs> you would think that it's it's a, it's was Rutgers in the Big East? Where did they move from when they went to the Big Ten? I thought they were in, they were in the Big that East. That sounds like it would be right from a like a. I don't know if that's the geographical answer, location to right. New Jersey, yeah, Delaware. Right. Because <laughs> that's my best guess right now is because I know because you know they had he wasn't at Syracuse. I don't believe. Um, because Syracuse didn't leave until later. Louisville didn't leave until later. That's my best guess. Because, but when did Rutgers move? That's that's the question. Know. But you're right, like that. Did Rutgers move Rutgers with Maryland? It might have been. That might. That sounds like it. That sounds like it. Might if they moved with Maryland, then Maryland was still in the ACC, 
until like 2009 or something like that. So this was 2004 is when they, uh, when he, uh, the school. So the school he played at before he transferred transferred to Delaware. This was 2004. So, I mean, I'm good with trying records if that's what you think. I mean, or if he says at the time it, he transferred in 2004. Yes. So that doesn't mean that they were Big East or they were okay. So I think it might be Rutgers because they're not Big East anymore. Right. The geographical location. And also the sole fact that uh, it says he transferred then. It didn't say that's when Rutgers moved. All right, let's just let's just do it. Rutgers. We're wrong. Damn it! All right, we'll see what the answer is once we do. Uh, and then television, I think neither of us have any idea, so I think we might only go seven for nine here. Um, I don't even have a guess. I'm just gonna hit. I give up because like I have no freaking clue. All right, college football. It was Pitt. Ah, huh, okay. Pitt and television. Interesting. Spin City. I've never even heard of that, and I love TV. I've never heard of Spin City. <laughs> uh, all right, seven for nine. Seven for nine. I mean, look, it was gonna, it was gonna happen. It was gonna happen. We were gonna have a lapse. But you know what? I, I don't feel bad about that because I'm looking at the percentage, and only. For the TV, only 28% of people got the TV, and only 32% got the pit answer. So, like, we're – it's not like we're morons. Like, most people got that wrong. Um, NBA, only 24% got the Wizards. Music, wow, only that's, 32% that's got uh, OAR. And then beverages, 90% of people got Dasani. So, that was like easy. Average score is 4.9. So, dude, I mean, as long as we're staying above the average, we're looking good. I mean, think about this. We've gotten – so, out of the 27 – points possible so far we've gotten 25 out of 27 so right. I'm, I'm i'm happy with it look we're, we're mean, gonna have a bounce back look sam how think, think about the P- bill's game we're gonna bounce back you know <laughs> Sixty-five thousand have basically been completed and only two thousand have been perfect yeah that's just that that just shows you like this this was a hard one this was because dude spin city like what are we talking about here that's that, that's that's that, crazy that, that's let's see two two thousand divided by sixty-five thousand. That's only three percent of people have gotten yeah. perfect. All right, then I don't feel bad at all. I, I think we. Yeah, uh, I don't feel bad. Yeah. Let's make excuses. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pittsburgh, <laughs> Pittsburgh, man, we missed out on that. Yeah. Um. Oh. Well. All right, Troy Bolton. Oh well, yeah. Shout out to Troy Bolton. <laughs> Shout out to John Z. Breaking news left and right. Um. We. Oh, we forgot to have him on. I totally forgot. I mean, maybe we'll have. Hey, hey, we'll have it. Maybe next week we'll have it. Yeah. When, uh, for sure. Well, maybe he should reach out next week. Oh, yeah, because of the Bears game, too, so he can recap. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's a good excuse for it. Yeah, um, let's recap the Bears and see how his life's going. Yeah, checking in with John Z maybe next week. Uh, we will be back. We Again, follow the show on Twitter at the DC Crossover and at Run 16 and DC Crossover Podcast on TikTok. And we will see you next time. Go Commanders on Thursday. Beat down John Z's Bears. Okay? You got to beat the daily. Make John The daily does not Make John sad. <laughs> Get that steak. <laughs>